Good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Here on the porch, Crossville, Tennessee, beautiful day. It's the afternoon. Uh, I, we have a few things we'd like to talk about with you. Uh, I want to start off with this this Memphis uh, beating by the five cops of this kid. Uh, uh, you know, you people, uh, some of you are so gullible. I, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what to say anymore. The stupidity that comes out of your mouths. I mean, starting with my own cousin and John Kaminsky, not not my cousin uh, Michael the Sage Quay, not not him, my cousin Andrew. They 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 they're emailing me this the latest. Uh, oh well, it was faked. Uh, it was uh, look, uh, Memphis couldn't possibly have cameras and streetlights. I, I I mean, I'm like. <laughs> No, the Deep South doesn't have shit like that. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, they use candles and torches, yeah. Uh, the highest crime rate in the freaking country, the highest murder rate. You got, and that's a good neighborhood, too. They got those cameras on every goddamn pole in the neighborhood. Uh, and, and but, you know, I did this for 25 years. I've probably seen 100 beatdowns just like that. And, by the way, you could do 100 beatdowns like that and, Probably 99 out of 100 times the guy will survive. Uh, that kid had badly, he was Crohn's. First of all, he had Crohn's disease, uh, and he, he was underweight. He was 145 pounds. And, and the Negro landing uh, haymaker right hooks to his face was close to 300 in an ex-college football play. I think that's what really killed him. Uh, I mean, the baton strikes didn't help either. But, you know, I, I, I know a real beat down when I see one, uh, believe me. And that was as real as you're ever going to get. Now, I see Nancy Pelosi's husband, uh, that one that he just came out with, that, 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 that's fake. That's fake. But this was as real as you're ever going to get. Uh, unless those cops and whoever did that, scripted that, deserves an Academy Award. It's better than anything Hollywood ever did. That was real. Uh, and getting down to what was done there, I guess they're not going to riot. Uh, I guess, they, I guess, yeah, that's that. You're calling it a psyop. If it was a psyop, it would have been five white cops who did it, okay? And they wanted to incite riots. It doesn't even look like they're going to riot. Uh, thank God it was five black cops who did it. Uh, it comes down to what I keep telling you, but uh, these guys are thugs, okay? Uh, you need to get, get rid of the, get, get rid of all police forces. The good cops can go work for the sheriffs. A sheriff is elected every four years. He's the one in charge of your county. He hires these guys. He hires bums like these these, these guys that uh, killed that kid. Then he's not going to get reelected. So he's going to be sure he doesn't hire uh, bums like that. Uh, I, I, I just can't emphasize this. In my, and, and for you to dismiss that as a sire, I, I don't know what screws you got loose. They, they are trying to make you people look like fools. Starting with that Veritas Project and, and Dr. Malone and all the fake doctors all over the Internet. Uh, uh, oh, China is juicing. Oh, who is it now? That they're gonna, uh, Pfizer is going to juice up the virus. And you got a homosexual lisping. Uh, supposedly, it's, it's a secret interview. He doesn't 
doesn't know he's being interviewed. And he's laughing. They're laughing. He's actually smirking while he's saying it. And you all fall for it. There is no freaking virus. As far as I can see, and you know what? I've been at this for seven years now, probably longer than any of these so-said doctors. Uh, I, I, I'm the one who brought up that, 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 that Ebola was, was a, a bacteria. Uh, it's actually uh, 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 it, when a bacteria gets, uh, my, uh, certain types of bacteria, like mycoplasma, gets into a, a macrophage, uh, the macrophage protects it. And instead of killing it like the macrophage's job is to do, it lets it grow un- un- unmolested. And they grow into these little worm-like things. And under a microscope, you can't tell the difference between Ebola or tuberculosis, okay? Uh, now, that, that, that is what Ebola is, Millery tuberculosis. No such thing as Ebola, okay? Now, I have questions. I have questions about rabies. I have questions about smallpox. What the hell are those? Uh, maybe a mycoplasma. Uh, I, I don't buy the explanation on smallpox that your body's exuding pustules to get rid of poisons. I, that, that doesn't sound right to me either. But uh, I am beginning to buy into this. this uh, there is no viruses. The viruses could very well be mycoplasma. They could very well be a form bacteria. The only real viruses that exist are, are, are uh, bacteriophages, which under electron microscope look artificial. But the reason for that seems to be that, that electron microscopes... Uh, now, <coughs> excuse me... <coughs> I recently listened to a, an interview by the only doctor I trust on the internet, and, and that's Dr. Lee Merrith. And she's interviewing a guy named, uh, let me see, let me get his name here, Cowens. Uh, Thomas Cowens. Dr. Thomas Cowens. Now, he's saying all the things that I, I have believed for, uh, for years uh, about there not being any electrons and neutrons. Uh, he talks about the imprinting of DNA on water and, and uh, how it's imprinting our physical world around us. And it's all being controlled through the human brain. Uh, I, I urge you, uh, we, we will include this, this interview uh, with, the, uh, uh, with, uh, our, uh, with our On the Porch. But he also talks about electron microscopes too. Now, electron microscopes, anything they see under an electron microscope is called an artifact, okay? Because it's, it's not really what it was. It takes two weeks prep time to put something under an electron microscope. Uh, that, that's just, that's, that's just the, the first part, okay? Uh, you got to freeze it, unfreeze, you got to put, uh, and then, then, then when you use, you, uh, first of all, can not see under, uh, 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 200 nanometers. A virus is 60. Okay, so when, when you're seeing viruses, when you see when you're using stem electron microscopes that can supposedly see smaller than one nanometer, they they tinker around with it. They calculate from a cross grained image parts together that they would like to see. It's a it's, it's the same way they digitally sequence a new virus from DNA data rather than proving to you that they can grow them on a plate. It's it's all nebulous information. Uh, and and uh, I, 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 it's all computer generated bullshit with the wrong interpretation. Right, right. Uh, so uh, you know, I'm beginning. I, I'm beginning to uh, not. Uh, 
I'm beginning to become a believer that there's no such thing as a virus. They made it all up. Uh, and uh, as far as, 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 as uh, uh, vaccines, now, that, I got to tell you, now, some vaccines work. Uh, what about the rabies vaccine? That works. What about the, the farmers use all kinds of vaccines? If they didn't use them, they'd lose their whole uh, herds, uh, you know, their whole, whole herds. Uh, there are vaccines that, well, let me tell you, if the, the army was going to deploy me to Vietnam, or so, I'd, be, I'd, be for, I'd be cutting the line to get vaccines against things like elephantitis and stuff. So, you know, I, I, you're not going to convince me that vaccines don't work, uh, that they're being used needlessly. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm firmly convinced of that, that they're causing autism. I'm firmly convinced of that, that they're causing other things like P, uh, PSTD in, in the golf vets. That's, that's a confirmed scientific fact. Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get on that boat. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater and say vaccines don't work. Uh, well, there's a difference between inoculation against something using a uh, dead bacteria. A dead, a dead, a dead bacteria or a dead, a dead pathogen. We'll call it a pathogen. A dead pathogen is totally different. That's the type of vaccine the Russians received. Uh, what we got in the West is the mRNA vaccine. And God only knows what it is. Uh, it's definitely got, it's got graphene oxide in it. It's got, it's got self-assembling micro, uh, uh, nanotechnological platform. And, and the people who have taken that vaccine have obviously been affected. Uh, I mean, if, if the Fox News or CNN reported that, that, that uh, uh, Joe Biden could fly, uh, they would believe it. They would believe it as long as it was said on the news. These people, uh, I, I don't even know. It's, they, I, you can't talk to them anymore. They're, it's like they're retarded. Uh, so with, with that, that that's my, my, my monologue on please stop with this parroting. Whatever you read on the Internet, you are making yourself look foolish. Everybody is not dying from the vaccine. Yes, people are being maimed and people are dying, but everybody's not. I don't even know anybody, and a lot of people don't know anybody that I know. So uh, uh, they are trying to make you look like a fool. This way, for their, their agglutinations, they can say, look at them, look at them. They're like, uh, they're, they're tinfoil, they're wearing tinfoil hats. Just like saying Memphis doesn't have street cameras or, or, or street lights. You, you sound retarded, man. You took a look, you, you got a beating. A, 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 a guy is being beat to death screaming for his mother on film, and you're saying, ooh, it's fake. You are, you sound so stupid, and that's what they want. That's why Stupida's name is Stupider. Go ahead, Bill. Bill. <laughs> well, yeah, you mentioned a couple of things that we'll probably take off on here. One is the interview by Dr. Merritt with uh, Dr. Cowan. Uh, Memphis, I've been living in Tennessee for I don't know, 15 years probably. Who knows? And uh, I've been to Memphis. Most of these people they never have been to Memphis. They have street lights, though? Yeah, they got street lights. Do, do, they, have, do they have fire? And they have... Electricity? <laughs> running water? There is running water. Yeah. Now, how clean it is, well, anyway. Um, but, you know, it's it's the third largest city or second largest city in the state of Tennessee. 
and and it has a very large population and lots and lots and lots of federal money coming in there. So you know they with the highest crime rate in the country for their size city and money from Nashville and Knoxville too, which are two wealthy cities. So they got plenty of money for street cameras and lights. So <laughs> what we're what we're up against with these folks is uh, psyops. Lots of psyops going on out there, and I'm seeing it over and over again. The uh, uh, Russian Ukrainian situation is another one. They're putting so many different uh, stories out there, and I spent probably 45 minutes this morning looking for some intelligence preparation of the battlefield or an intel brief or a situation update this morning and I found one that was decent and it wasn't even on a, a Russian site or a Ukrainian site um, but there are several headlines uh, that made my um, spidey senses kind of go off a little bit because um, the Russians are really good at doing psyops as well and one of those is that um, they are taking away the social media platforms from the soldiers in the field. Well, if you're taking those away, then they're not going to let them talk about what's happening. And, and then on the back end of that, you have the people in the Kremlin saying, yeah, we're going to have a, a late February or March uh, offensive. Well, late February or March, every bit of that uh, armor that Putin has in the Ukraine is going to bog down in the mud. Um, as soon as things start thawing, and March is when you're going to see the thaw. So he really can't have a, a significant offensive there. Some of the uh, other things that they've got going on are, of course, uh, you know, encircling down in the south, the uh, armies in the south, the responses to the uh, to NATO, and this is one of the things that uh, Jack and I had talked about is the the fact that the Europeans are using the Ukrainians as their proxies to fight the Russians. Uh, this is a NATO versus Russia war taking place in the Ukraine. Anybody who doubts that, uh, just look at how much money has been funneled from the U.S. and the other countries to the Ukraine um, in the form of arms. And you kind of have to wonder um, when it's going to come to a head. And it, if Russia were the uh, army that the world believes them to be. This operation would be swift. They'd draw their line after the operation, dig their defenses in and say, we're done. You guys play however you want. Because uh, once they've got defensive positions where they want, they, they'll hold those. There's no doubt about that. Um, the, uh, the other thing we, we were getting into here was Dr. Merritt and Dr. Cowan. Uh, I listened to that the interview 
excuse me, and that that really, in a lot of ways, hit home with the electric holographic universe, uh, especially the facts that you know they the, they can't prove that viruses exist. They can't prove that DNA is a double helix, and and. You have, and, and he'll talk about it. Dr. Cowan will talk about the uh, uh, virologist that he's talked to. And sooner or later, the vi virologist will just stop answering questions because they can't back up what they're saying. Um, and and it's, a, it's such a mashup uh, in the physical they sciences. They can't produce the genome. They can't produce any genome, for that matter, because to produce a genome, you have to destroy everything. Well, you get to hear one of the new sensors that went in. Um, oh, that's that's so, Phil's sensor in his driveway. That, that's a security sensor. Anyway, folks, <laughs> um, it'll be ending here soon. There we go. Um, but when we talk about the electric universe and the ability for uh, things to change just by changing the input frequency of that thing. That's the, the holy grail of the wizards of old. If they wanted to change lead to gold, what they'd have to have is some form of frequency generator that would pull an atom, another frequency, and add that. So if if I had lead and I had the right type of generator, I could change the um, operating basis, the frequency, the the amplitude of lead, and those frequencies. If I added another frequency of the combined frequency of that, it would then transmute to gold. It makes sense to me thinking about it and what we know about chemistry. Um, and that takes us to uh, a quick public announcement that I need to make. Uh, Dr. Dale, if you're listening, please send me an update on your quantum energy experiments. I really would like to see that. Um, we haven't talked in a while, so uh, that's my public service announcement. Uh, Jack and I, and Jack hit on uh, a point about immortality. And quantum it, immortality, right. And, and quantum in, immortality is, is really a simple concept when you consider that everything is energy. Our consciousness is just an energy packet. And it's an energy packet of a complex waveform. And we are here absorbing energy through this meat body um, for whatever reason through those quote five senses that we have uh, but when we leave this physical plane which is quite likely a hologram uh, that energy doesn't go anywhere it goes back either to the source or we decide we want to go play a different game. Or we get caught in a trap just outside of this one, which will funnel you right back in. But that's a different story altogether. 
but uh, Jack and I were talking about people being turned into demons. And I'll let him take his observations from there, and then we'll come back to this subject. Right, right. Let me first say, uh, you know, from now on, I'm just going with Phil's assessments of the military situation because I, I found that the, anything, everything on the Internet is totally inadequate. And Phil has a 25-year background in military intelligence. He spent 10 years deciphering what Putin was going to do working in Germany. I think he's more qualified for the job than anybody on the Internet. Uh, I, I, I may owe Putin an apology. I, maybe I was a little too... Uh, well, I know one of my Russian readers who's very knowledgeable on military matters got mad when I said that about Putin. But, uh, uh, you know, Phil feels he just, he's better off fighting the defensive war that he's doing right now. Uh, uh, and, that's, and you know what? I'm, I'm overlooking because I was, so, I was so hoping he would invade Europe, to tell you the truth, and, and, and liberate Germany. And liberate France, too. And liberate America. (laughs) (laughs) Really. Or help us liberate America or something, Mm. you know? Send us guns, money, and uh, uh, lawyers. Well, considering we're sending so much guns, money, and lawyers to Ukraine, um, we've depleted our stocks. So, yeah, we're going to need the help. (laughs) Well, you know, I spoke hastily. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of weapons America and Great Britain have up their sleeve. I'm, per, I'm certain they have a plasma beam weapon because I know that's what they took the World Trade Center down with. That Ju- Dr. Judy Wood was 100% correct. And Gordon Duffel t- he told me that despite all this bullshit that he told you about mini-nukes. Uh, so Actually, he, pe- he threatened Peter Santilli to shut his mouth about that. Uh, but so, you know, uh, Putin knows more about what NATO has, uh, NATO being the Anglo-American Empire has up its sleeve than we do. Uh, and I'm sure that's probably why he's being cautious. Uh, going on to what uh, what we're talking about with the, uh, the demonic stuff. Now, I, I did a, a, a private analysis on, on uh, Peter Pan meets Pyramid Head, and I, I talked about uh, uh, this, these transitions, these transitions we're making through different realities and Realities merging together. What we're seeing now, it's like this in excess video where the people turn into demons. The goddess is singing and they won't listen to her, so they're turning into demons. I'll include that video with this too. Most of you have seen it, or at least my subscribers have seen it. That's what we're seeing, man. Uh, like at the end of Dr. Uh, Lee Merritt's uh, um, uh, uh, video, you'll see that she, she has pictures, overhead pictures of Australia's parliament and their new buildings. And uh, they are pictures of Balfamet. They, they look just like pictures of Balfamet, the aerial fo- photography of it. It looks like photograph almost. Uh, you have... Uh, you have these the, the, the things going on now with these these, these leaders. Uh, uh, they, they, uh, oh, the statue of Ruth Ginsburg that just went up in front New York in New York. Uh, it's got horns. It's naked, coming out of a lotus flower with horns. Man, it's totally demonic. Uh, these these people are literally turned into devils in front of our eyes. They weren't like this, man. This is not the world I I, I spent fifty years in. Uh, these people weren't sacrificing children at the Bohemian Grove and, and drinking adrenochrome and blood or whatever. Uh, they are now. They are now. 
uh, we've it's like that that the thing from uh, there's a Star Trek episode where uh, Kirk and 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 uh, uh, he gets trans and Spock they gets transferred into a different reality where the uh, the the Enterprise is evil and and Spock is evil and Captain Kirk is even more evil and that's the roles they have to assume in order to fool their their, their own well it's the different versions of them uh, we've stepped into a world like that. Uh, uh, the, the, we 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 are de- literally dealing with, with demonic entities now, uh, and uh, that this 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 is it, it comes from the timelines merging together. Uh, I, I I really don't don't have any uh, 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 I I can't tell you how to deal with that, but I can tell you that that uh, some you know this is not it doesn't look like it's going to end well to me. Uh, Maybe you got to get all the, you know, uh, the evil in one place, and then you can flush it down the toilet bowl. Maybe that's what we're doing. Uh, maybe that that that's what's actually happening here. Uh, the the pathogen is being isolated. Our our own Bob, SS in Twin Peaks, is being isolated, and it will be flushed down the toilet bowl. And on the other side will be a better world. Unfortunately, we're seeing so many people around us, they're evil. They've become evil. Uh, cheering on a war in the Ukraine that makes... We have Jews cheering on Nazis in the Ukraine. We have... Uh, it's just... This, this, this world makes no sense. Uh, we have a president that fills up children while he speaks uh, and can't complete a sentence. Uh, it, it's just... It's all gone bad, man. It's all gone bad. The question then becomes how, and I, and I really think that has everything to do with, again, the, the electric universe. If I have the technology to use a particle beam weapon to destroy houses in California, for instance, and call it a firestorm based upon a fire up on a mountain where the cars and houses are burned and none of the trees around them get even scorched, um, you know, those kinds of weapons, by changing the operating basis of the weapon, the energy that is released by the weapon, the frequency at which it operates, that could easily, easily influence some form of injectable uh, receiver within the, the human physical body, and uh, at that point, that person can have anything and everything they want turned on and off. It's just the outgrowth of MK Ultra uh, to the electronic uh, community, and then their experimentation showing that well, if we tune this complex frequency, we can have somebody do this if we expose them to it, and to get the certainty that they will do that, they're Manchurian candidates. They can inject them with the nanotubes, the carbon nanotubes, the self-replicating machines that will receive those signals. Um, and it was proven 100, at least 100 years ago that we respond to radio frequencies. And when you tune that frequency up to the, the range of 5G, um, now you're talking about signals that uh, can definitely 
intrude upon the physical shielding, which is the water in the body. Um, so we're we're at a situation in our our existence where the ability to change things, change reality, is in somebody else's hands, not just our own. And therein lies the quandary that we have uh, because we're seeing so many people being controlled. Uh, and they're being controlled by the media. Well, how does the media do it? The media knows the right words, the right colors, all of those things which influence the waveform that we the are. The right frequencies and, and the right uh, exactly. oscillations the, to, 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 to entrain your brain. Uh, how, uh, they've convinced everybody that they're queer in two years or three years. Uh, I mean, just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when, you, when we go back to thinking about this, and, and then... As I was listening to, to Dr. Cowan and, and him, his explanation and what his studies have shown and, and the people he works with, what they have shown, is that electron microscopes are not seeing what they're, they, everybody thinks they're seeing. Those are nothing more than computer-generated statistics of measurements they've taken and then they extrapolate whatever they want to extrapolate from whether it's a genome sequence of dead material laying on a table or what the components of a particular um, substance are that's still all extrapolation based upon variations and changes in the waveform that is being returned from a radar signal or an electron signal. Uh, so we're in a situation where you don't really know uh, what to believe until you start listening to your gut. And I recently, and this is along the same lines, I recently had a thought, and, and Jack and I have had serious arguments with regard to history and archaeology and and how uh, the layers uh, that you see when you look at a side of a mountain are laid down, all of those different things. And the more I think about it, because we have had several discussions, and, and you, the listeners, the majority of you may have heard this or read this at one time or another, that history really didn't start for the West until a thousand years ago. And, and that everything that was written from that period is, to most people, gospel. Well, prior to that, you have writings from multiple other places on the planet. And then I got thinking about something that one of our um, acquaintances... Um, said with regard to uh, everything in Egypt and all of the extra water that supposedly came from a uh, great flood by the ice caps melting and the glaciers melting, we were told 
that that came from Mars. Well, if somebody has the ability to change our reality through a signal generator, able to change our perception through a signal uh, that they generate, then there's nothing saying that that advanced technology was not used to transport physical objects, which all you have to really do is scan the uh, radio frequencies, uh, the um, light level frequencies, all of the frequencies associated with an object, and they're showing that teleportation can be done. So now we're, we're at a position where, yeah, if they had the energy and the means to do it, they could take all of the things that we see in Egypt from one planet and transport them to another planet. What about the water? Uh, as that was shown in, in the Star Trek movie with the Genesis machine they had. Uh, right. They could do it overnight. So let's let's look at water, and this is something. There's a couple of things. I'm I'm getting into the the flood, so bear with me, folks. Um, we all have heard about the Great Flood, Noah, Gilgamesh, all of these different uh, peoples around the planet that are having their their world view tainted by the story of the Great Flood and the survivor of the Great Flood or survivors. Well, I got looking at a movie, oh, about six, eight months ago, and the explanation with regard to the flood, not where the water came from, but the, the flood, because I'm going to get to the, where the water come from in a minute, but the flood itself, if this planet had 300 feet added to the seas of this planet, which is what the scientists are indicating happened. There was 300 feet added to the seas at the end of the last ice age. Well, that really doesn't wash when you figure that it would take more than all of the ice in the polar cap and the Antarctic ice sheets. It would take more than that and all of the glaciers on this planet to raise the sea level 300 feet. Now we have a glacier. We have an, uh, a, uh, an ice age. Well, that ice age would have to have almost a mile of ice covering two-thirds of the land on this planet. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It really doesn't. But if that water were somewhere else and transplanted here, transported here from that somewhere else to provide a greater atmosphere, to uh, eliminate a lot of the uh, civilization that was here prior to that tra teletransportation, then we have a situation where 
most of that civilization's living on the edge of the existing water. So you're going to destroy, well, we're going to have to come and live there. We don't want people living there, so we'll just destroy most of them through that. And we'll take our monuments and our cities and everything that we have here that is important to us, that reminds us of our past, and we'll transplant it where we're going because we're going to keep on keeping on with our worship of our gods, whatever it happens to be. The, the key point and the takeaway from all of that little bit of diatribe there is that I don't believe that there was enough water on this planet in the form of ice in their so-called ice age 12,000 years ago to raise the sea level 300 feet. So where did it come from? Somewhere else. Now you look to Mars and the stories that I've been told and Egypt and the monuments and the monoliths and all of that came from Egypt or came from Mars. Mars has no atmosphere. Mars has no water to speak of. If that were transported here in an instant, that would cause a worldwide flood. It would destabilize everything about this planet as far as the uh, orbit, the rotation of the planet, everything about it, magnetic fields. So now you have 300 feet, huge amount of water that just hit this planet and it, in a tidal wave. A 300-foot tidal wave, I assure you, would, before it settled down, it would be carrying mountains of soil, mountains of rock, and maybe literally mountains. You ever seen some of these rocks the size of people's houses just sitting in the middle of somewhere? And then the scientists all say, oh, that was carried by the Ice Age and just left there when the Ice Age was over. Well, I tend to think more likely that that rock was carried along by the tides of an additional 300 feet of water hitting this planet and causing a 300-foot tsunami that washed this entire planet. Scoured it. And then you look at the layering, the layering that takes place. Well, they found in a particular layer all of the dinosaurs and all of the, the um, objects and bones of humanoid creatures. They all tend to be in one layer. And then above that layer is a gravel layer. And above that layer is a little bit less gravel, sandy layer, and so on. Now, this continues going on and on and on. Now, the planet still has its original variations, mountains, valleys, and so on. Well, let's go to the, you know, the Rockies. When this started dissipating and the rotation and the tides started allowing this tidal wave 
to reduce its energy, if that tidal wave hit the Rocky Mountains, it's going to have to go somewhere because, and, and if the wave is losing strength, instead of going over the mountains, it's going to be channeled by those mountains. Now think about that. How if we have the Grand Canyon? Was the Grand Canyon created by the Colorado River over millions and millions of years? Or was it that water hitting the Rocky Mountains and going downhill based upon what we know about gravitational pull and the rotation of the planet? So now it's going downhill. That's a lot of water in a desert land going downhill and scouring that out on its way to the sea. Um, now, this could have happened 10,000 years ago. It could have happened 5,000 years ago. It could have happened a billion years ago. We don't know. There is no timeline. But the only thing that makes sense is that that transportation of water that caused the Great Flood to this planet was instantaneous. And it caused what we see in the Grand Canyon. It caused what we see in the archaeological record to happen over the course of the settling of that water. Because the heavy stuff's going to drop out first. And then you're going to have the little bit heavier stuff causing layering. And these layers are planet-wide. Look at any of your archaeologists out there, especially the ones on the fringe, and, and they will point out what layers are the same across the entire planet, which means that occurred at the same time everywhere on the planet. That makes good sense. Um, and that's tinfoil hat territory. No, it's not, because uh, if you want to call it tinfoil hat theory, uh, then I guess the Nazis were wearing tinfoil hats. Uh, because, you know... Science stops at World War II. Everything we have now, uh, today, uh, from cell phones to radio to TV, was all invented by the Nazis, okay? Yeah, Walt Disney and knew it all. They did not yet have the benefit of holograms, which were invented by Dr. Dennis Gabor, using their math, the German math. Uh, but uh, they could not account for the water on this planet uh, using using conventional uh, uh, archaeological... Uh, uh, the records just they don't had, bear it out. Right. They had something called Wiltshire, which is the world ice theory. And they believed that the moon was occasionally sucked into the uh, Earth's uh, gravitational field and uh, slammed into the Earth, and it was absorbed. And the, the moon was made of mostly ice, and all this water was absorbed into the Earth. They had five or six such moons that I believe that the Earth uh, uh, consumed, and that's how we got to our present water. And, and keep in mind that, you know, this is the guy who invented ash, uh, air conditioning, Hoshinger or something his name was, he's the one who came up with this theory. He was a, an engineer. And the Nazis were going to build a, a, a planetarium in honor of this theory. This is what they believe. This is what the people who invented uh, quantum physics uh, and everything else, this is what they believe. So, uh, no, whenever they say, they say that tinfoil hat thing, uh, the ones who should be wearing the tinfoil hats are the ones who are watching the Learning Channel or the Discovery uh, Channel. They should be wearing the tinfoil hats. Uh, well, that was tough. 
Yeah, but I, I, I just get sick. That's the, everything is a conspiracy theory, uh, and then it's an ad hominem attack with the tinfoil hat. Uh, you know. Uh, we threw this. It, it, now realize, Jack and I will sit down and talk before we start recording these, and we were talking about um, this the the electric universe, the great flood. Uh, these things harken back to the when the twentieth century started, and and Dr. Cowan made a good point. You know, after eighteen fifty, the uh, science took a turn. Yeah, it became politicized. It became a. a it became a tool to, 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 to uh, control the masses. Uh, I'm the authority. You must listen to me. I'm the scientist. Uh, it became doctrine, just like the Catholic Church had. Uh, exactly. Scientism. It, now we, we don't worship Jesus. We worship scientism. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So we went from a dead Jew nail to a stick to, to uh, <laughs> atoms and, and electrons and uh, 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 these, these, these harebrained theories they have about the... Uh, uh, how the Earth was formed, even the tectonic, the uh, physical nature of the universe, tectonic plates. I mean, they've never even been down deeper than twelve miles. How do they know what the Earth is made of? How it's shaped? It's all a bluff and a lie. And when you look into the science, you'll begin to understand that. Uh, as as Dr. Cowan explained. Well, we took a major turn. Turn we could uh, by ignoring guys like uh, Nikolai Telsa, Royal Riff, uh, you know, the, uh, the, and and the German science altogether. Uh, by silencing them, we've we've gone down a path, and and we see where it has led us today. Yes, we've created a culture that. Dresses in S and M doggy suits and, and waves dildos in front of small children and calls it science. Yeah, and follow the science, man. Follow the science way. Cut off your kids' genitals. It's the science. Or follow man. the money. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, a person's actions speak louder than their words, and. and if you look at our, our, our civilization, their actions speak to, speak to the fact that they're mad. They, they've become totally demonic. Uh, we've got uh, Ruth Bader with horns. Uh, we've got uh, the parliament in Australia, shaped like the goat of Mindy's. And by the way, uh, you know, some of you noticed the uh, goat tat, uh, uh, patches on the uh, security force for the World Economic Forum. Those are also the goat of Mindy's. I never said anything about that, but I saw 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 the patches they were wearing. So, uh, yeah, well, that, that's. Uh, you want to say that Satanism? Go ahead. Uh, it's really the old religions, uh, but they, 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 it encompasses human sacrifice, uh, you know, child child sex, murder, stuff like that. Uh, it's all okay. It's all okay. Do our stout wilt. And by the way, you know. Uh, well, you think that Alistair Crowley made that uh, that saying up. That saying's been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. It was coined as the uh, the motto in Latin for the Hellfire Club, which uh, our, our own Benjamin Franklin belonged to, uh, and many other distinguished people. So, uh, no, that was not Alistair Crowley's uh, motto. He just changed it around to something a little different. Uh, like he, he meant, do us your own will. Uh, 
and that, that can be verified just by looking at Scientology, which has stole its whole act from him. Uh, they have something called auditing to get these evil demons, what they call aliens, out of you so that you could perform only your, uh, through your own will. And uh, that, that was how, how, how it was used in, uh, I'm not going to say it in Lima because they don't know anything about Crowley either. That, that's how Crowley was using it. Uh, so. We're uh, certainly looking at many, many, many changes uh, in, the, in the, the rapidity, the speed with which things are changing is, is going crazy. It's like a merry-go-round spinning around at 10,000 RPMs, you know. It's, it's, uh, I'd rather have 13,000 with red mercury myself. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> well. But the, uh, I guess my biggest takeaway here is everything from that we call science today, not everything, the majority of the conclusions um, that are being taught are not conclusions, they're suppositions. And those suppositions are based upon how it is to be used as political influence. Again, uh, Jack said it very succinctly, it's no different than the Catholic Church. And, and they're going to force you to believe their science. Um, we've got nothing to look forward to, except the next round of the thought police, it seems Follow to Follow science or you're a heretic. <laughs> well, then I'm a heretic because um, their science is, is going down the wrong path. It's definitely going down the wrong path. Um, and and the, the things like Royal Rife's uh, microscope supposedly destroyed, I don't think it was destroyed. I think it was taken and used uh, for nefarious purposes. Um, how else would they have been able to develop all of the technologies that we're seeing used against us today? Well, they tell you, tell us his notes were all lost. <laughs> uh, you believe that? Uh, you believe uh, that Royal uh, Rift's microscope was destroyed. Yeah. You know, the stories are always weak. Uh, Especially when you start doing your due diligence and doing the research on this stuff. Uh, as, as Phil's been telling you, this science is, is it, it's, it's, con, it's, it's all conjecture. It's, it's, it's presuppositions, uh, and it's extrapolated from what was bad science in the first place. So, you know, if you extrapolate from a lie, you get a bigger lie. I think uh, it was George uh, Berkeley who first said that. Uh, you know, uh, you're just taking it and you're making it worse and worse. Uh, and it's a good book to read, too, George Berkeley's Persepi. He talks about all that stuff. Uh, I forget what he calls it, but... Uh, this is this is how we think, and we've been taught to think this way first by the Catholic Church, and now by uh, these, these bozos that we're calling scientists that have done and done God's, God knows what by injecting everybody with that mRNA vaccine. Uh, you know that well, time will only tell how how bad that's going to be. And uh, yeah, they wonder how uh, Gobekli Tepe and that that entire region was buried. They believe it was all buried by people. 
because they're they change you know over a thousand years the the sky maps changed well i'll tell you i think it was all buried at one time it was, if it was buried by people there's a lot of strange figurines been found and they don't look much like people to me it, uh, and it would seem to me that that this whole issue that we're having today is one of genocide and it goes back to my thoughts in previous uh, conversations with regard to the loss of all of the other peoples. How many of you hear stories or watch fantasy movies with giants and elves and dwarves and fairies and humans? Well, when you think about that, and you think about all of these different kinds of, of human-like remains that they keep finding all over this planet in various uh, layers, whether it be graves or otherwise. Think of the bog man. Um, you know, they, they call it a Neanderthal or they call it some other kind of person, but they're all, quote, homo erectus, homo sapius, whatever. Um, and now they're just homosexuals. Yeah. Well, they, the, the, I guess the real point I'm trying to make is prior to, quote, the flood, how many different types of human-like creatures were living on this planet? And how many of them have been destroyed? By quite likely, and this is just a, something that occurred to me, they were quite likely destroyed purposely by the humans, and then the humans, or whatever we are, to those who have those technologies, became too smart. So we have to continue shifting them away from becoming their own entities we love having their loose, so we'll uh, continue driving them to madness. We will cause them to become demons. And that way, those who are not demons will continue providing us with our loose. That, that's kind of where I'm seeing that. Um, but it'll be wonderful to have your comments from our, our listeners and readers uh, as to your thoughts on this. Okay, I don't have much to add to that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, and I, I, I certainly hope you stop going to these, these, these sites that are obvious psyops, like Stu Peters, like Karen Kingston, like the jerk-offs now spreading the rumor that Memphis doesn't have no street lamps or cameras. Uh, I, I mean, you know, you're making yourself, and by my affiliation with you, you're making me look stupid. Please stop. That's all I'm asking you. Please. Go ahead. Uh, the only other thing I have to add to that is, is my blurb every week. Um, please share. Uh, not only... Oh, yeah. Can, 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 you know, we're, uh, on, uh, we're 103 on the uh, Apple Podcasts in, in, in Great Britain. Again, we're not even appreciated in our own country, but we are in Great Britain, I guess. <laughs> Shout out to you boys in London. That's right. So, 
continue sharing, continue listening, continue reading, um, read on because there's plenty of material that, that's being produced out there. And we do screen that material. Now, Jack and I may not agree with some of the things that people say, but we give them the right to say it. We give them a platform to say it. And, and the other aspect of that is if you are a free subscriber, please consider becoming a paid subscriber. None of this comes free. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's Conversations from the Porch. To view and listen to Jack's work, subscribe at jackhart.substack.com. We hope you found today's conversation interesting and informative. Join us next time for Jack Hart's Conversations from the Porch.